0: Welcome to this Made for Success audio program. The audio you are listening to is designed to bring you hours of relaxing entertainment. Now sit back and relax as our featured story begins. St. Bartholomew's Eve A Tale of the Huguenot Wars by George Alfred Henty CHAPTER One, DRIVEN FROM HOME In the year 1567 there were few towns in the southern counties of England that did not contain a colony, more or less large, of French Protestants. For thirty years the Huguenots had been exposed to constant and cruel persecutions. Many thousands had been massacred by the soldiery, burned at the stake, or put to death with dreadful tortures. Fifty thousand, it was calculated, had, in spite of the most stringent measures of prevention, left their homes and made their escape across the frontiers. These had settled for the most part in the Protestant cantons of Switzerland, in Holland or England. As many of those who reached our shores were but poorly provided with money, they naturally settled in or near the ports of landing. Canterbury was a place in which many of the unfortunate emigrants found a home. Here one Gaspar Vaillant, his wife, and his sister, who had landed in the year 1547, had established themselves. They were among the first comers, but the French colony had grown gradually until it numbered several hundreds. The Huguenots were well liked in the town, being pitied for their misfortunes, and admired for the courage with which they bore their losses, setting to work each man at his trade if he had one, or if not, taking to the first work that came to hand. They were quiet and God-fearing folk, very good towards each other and to their poor countrymen on their way from the coast to London, entertaining them to the best of their power, and sending them forward on their way with letters to the Huguenot Committee in London, and with sufficient money in their pockets to pay their expenses on the journey, and to maintain them for a while, until some employment could be found for them. Gaspard Vaillant had been a landowner near Sivray, in Poitou, He was connected by blood with several noble families in that district, and had been among the first to embrace the reformed religion. For some years he had not been interfered with, as it was upon the poorer and more defenceless classes that the first fury of the persecutors fell. But as the attempts of Francis to stamp out the new sect failed, and his anger rose more and more against them, persons of all ranks fell under the ban. THE PRISONS WERE FILLED WITH PROTESTANTS WHO REFUSED TO CONFESS THEIR ERRORS, SOLDIERS WERE QUARTERED IN THE TOWNS AND VILLAGES WHERE THEY COMMITTED TERRIBLE ATROCITIES UPON THE PROTESTANTS, AND GASPAR, SEEING NO HOPE OF BETTER TIMES COMING, OR OF BEING PERMITTED TO WORSHIP IN PEACE AND QUIETNESS, GATHERED TOGETHER WHAT MONEY HE COULD, AND MADE HIS WAY WITH HIS WIFE AND HER SISTER TO LA ROCHELLE, WHENCE HE TOOK SHIP TO LONDON. Disliking the bustle of a large town, he was recommended by some of his compatriots to go down to Canterbury, where three or four fugitives from his own part of the country had settled. One of these was a weaver by trade, but without money to manufacture looms or set up in his calling. Gaspar joined him as partner, embarking the little capital he had saved, and being a shrewd, clear-headed man, he carried on the business part of the concern— while his partner, Lecoq, worked at the manufacture. As the French colony in Canterbury increased, they had no difficulty in obtaining skilled hands from among them. The business grew in magnitude, and the profits were large, in spite of the fact that numbers of similar enterprises had been established by the Huguenot immigrants in London and other places. They were, indeed, amply sufficient to enable...